Hello. Hello, Steve. Hi, uh, Katie. Uh, Katie Hi. Fry, everybody. <laughs> uh, welcome to the Steve K Show. We're glad to have you here today. Thank you. It's nice to and, be here. <laughs> oh, likewise, likewise. Um, so you, um, you, you've been really been getting out there. I, I, you know, been seeing recently. You had um, some postings. Uh, you know, in August. Uh, La La Isla Bonita. Your oh, Spanish yeah. <laughs> yeah, this summer I tried to play as many places as I could, especially after us all being trapped inside last year. And I mostly oh. picked outdoor uh, venues. And yeah, I played some originals and mixed in there a lot of different cover songs and some of them are a lot of fun. Yeah, you you have quite a diversity. Um, I see. I see you had. Um, you know, some of it's country, but uh, like a heart of gold. That's Neil Young. That's original. So you have quite a diversity of uh, style. Thank you. Yeah, I love classic rock. I I love it all. I listen to everything. <laughs> I think that's uh, yeah. That's what makes you most well rounded. Uh, appreciating different styles. Of music and um I, I i read that you had uh taught yourself how to play the piano yes when i was a little girl so it's it's actually very interesting people always say oh you must come from a musical family um but my mother is hearing impaired and she's been um wearing hearing aids and partially um, not able to hear since she was like in her 30s. Mm -hmm. So ever since I was a child. Um, so, you know, she she's not very musical, but we had a piano in the house because my dad is always collecting all these strange antiques and it was an old <laughs> piano. And so, yeah, I gravitated towards it. Nice. And it always reminds me of um about your mother. Uh, about this movie called uh, Mr. Holland's Opus. Oh, I remember that. I remember that movie, yes. It, the reason why I mentioned because he had a deaf son. Yes, yes, I remember that. Well, she, yeah. I asked her from time to time, like, what can you hear? So she can tell that she can hear the rhythm, but she just says she can't really distinguish any melody. So... That's interesting. But she's always been a big support and used to come to all my little concerts. And she's she's a proud mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. They could feel the beat, too, especially a drum, drum beat, you know, definitely, yeah. you know. Uh, but um, and she could see, uh, you know, she I'm sure she could lip read, see what you're saying. Yeah, she and her hearing aids are really high tech now, so she can she can. If as long as no one's speaking fast, she can kind of figure it out. And on a side note, I know you're a comedian. I, I asked my mom and my dad one time, like, why my mom doesn't like comedy. I'm like, how do you not like comedy? She's like, I can't keep up. <laughs> I can't keep up with the subtitles. It goes too fast. Uh, no, I, I, I could definitely relate to that, um, you know. It, it, it requires a certain amount. Yeah, uh, you have to. But it, it almost kind of 
reminds me of me trying to understand like another language. Like I, I could speak a, a decent amount of Spanish, but if I hear somebody talking, you know, rapidly, I, I can't understand what they're saying. Yeah. <laughs> well, off just... on, a, on a side topic. See, I, I knew you'd be a fun person to talk to. I like on your intro, you use the word improvise and that, that, um, is probably relatable to comedians and musicians because that's what we do when we're creating our music or our craft, whatever it may be. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's what I like about that as opposed to acting, let's say, where you're always uh, reading a script. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's true. You get to use your own <laughs> uh, creativity. So um, let me ask you, did you teach yourself how to play the guitar also? I did. So oh, wow. I kind of had um, I kind of had the knowledge that I learned in public school. I played in the band and I played flute. So mm-hmm. I learned how to read music from playing the flute. And I feel like once you learn how to read music, you can teach yourself any instrument. It takes time. And, you know, eventually I ended up learning how to play the harp. And um, for that, I did get a teacher because <laughs> I, um, you know, I wanted to kind of get on a fast track there with that because it takes time. There's a lot of muscle memory involved. But once you know how to read music, it's like um, you can you can do a lot with it. So I did learn that from school. Excellent. You talking about that, that big, the big, huge harp that you have to hold mm-hmm. up. with. Oh, wow. I, yeah, I ended up learning how to play the harp and uh, became a therapeutic bedside musician. So my, my official title is a certified music practitioner. And actually, the program is based out of New York. It's called Music for Healing and Transition Program. But they have like satellite classes that they host at different hospitals. So um, yeah, my dad helped me put wheels on it we built like this little stand for it that has legs in the front and wheels on the back so I can tilt it and go room to room and play for people oh wow yeah now so you um you do this on a volunteer basis is it is that how you make your money uh yeah it's actually my my job job (laughs) oh okay well Um, you got what you enjoy doing you know if you enjoy if it, it, it brings you pleasure to help patients that's you know very important oh yeah I it's very fulfilling sometimes it's challenging you know because I play I've played for hospice care and in the pediatrics ICU in different places that are hard to be but you know that you're doing something that's bringing them comfort or joy and um, it's just amazing to see what music does in in that way. <laughs> no, yeah, there are a lot of um, a lot of lonely people out there, you know. And, and mm-hmm. you, this a simple interaction uh, really makes their day. You don't realize how, yeah. how much impact them. So um, I'm glad there, you know, there are there are people out there who who are reaching, you know, those yeah. Who need- in my group too, they're not all just harpists. There's some um, flute players and guitar players and 
um, in one of my classes, the guy played, a, um, oh, I'm forgetting what it's called. Oh, it's like a mountain instrument. Oh, the dulcer, the, I can't say it, the dulcer, I can't even remember what it's called, but you play it with little mallets and okay. cello players and violinists and it's really interesting and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> no, that, that's good. I, I'm a big fan uh, of music. As a matter of fact, I probably enjoy, I probably enjoy listening to music more than I like listening to comedy to tell you the truth. <laughs> I like comedy, but I don't have a sense of humor. All my family does. I feel like sarcasm is like part of our family language, but I, things go over my head and I'm not very witty. <laughs> but um, I, appreciate, well, I appreciate comedy and I wish I was funnier. <laughs> uh, it, it's an art. You don't develop it right away. And really the root to comedy is, is writing and you are a writer. So if you really sat down and you wrote and, and put a humorous twist, you could, if you wanted to, you can develop mm. your mind any direction you want to. Oh, that's, yeah, thanks. I actually do have a song that I wrote just recently. And um, the first time that I played it was at an open mic night, which, uh, um, you know, I think is probably important for comedians too but for musicians I like to go out and try my new material and people actually um, the audience was laughing I didn't realize how sassy the lyrics were but like the chorus line is like um, if you need discipline go ask your mama don't mix me up in any of your drama <laughs> I saw that I saw that video it was either I think it was that mystic waiver Kava oh yeah you did see that Never yeah. again, no more. Uh-huh. So maybe yeah. I do write. I, maybe I am capable of writing something funny because I was surprised. The audience always laughs when I play that song. You know, I saw them laughing, and, and that's the best is when you're not trying to <laughs> – I've gotten lots of open mics, trust me, and, um, you know, lots of comics don't get any laughs at all, and you're trying to be funny. So it, it, it has to come out naturally. That's all, you know? Yeah, that's got to be hard. <laughs> Um, it, it, it is hard, but, um, it's also therapeutic. Like, like music is therapy for you. You know, uh, you wrote about that song. If you want to tell our guests about the song about your, your childhood home. Oh, sure. Yeah. And that is a good, good example. So I, I recently, um, put out, um, a batch of music, actually my first ever, music that I've published many years ago I did music and um, played with a band but nothing was ever released so the title is My California and the title track uh, the song with the same title I it's very uplifting and happy-go-lucky and kind of peppy and upbeat but when I wrote the song um, it was after a wildfire that came through my hometown and destroyed lots and lots of homes, including my parents' home. And they left in the middle of the night and um, that was it. And it was so devastating. And they're okay and that's what matters, but it was just heartbreaking. They lived there 45 years and um, 
So I kind of did what I always do when I'm trying to chill out and I picked up my guitar and then that song came out and I was just thinking about what made my childhood and my hometown so special. So I referenced lots of different regional um, locations and I, I feel so privileged. I grew up in such a beautiful community and it was a rural community with a lake and lots of creeks and a cute little town. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you were telling me uh, it was like a hop, skip, and a jump away from San Francisco. Yeah, not too far away from San Francisco, and also Sacramento is close by. And now I live on the outskirts of Sacramento, or they, the greater Sacramento. I live in a town that's not too far away from Tahoe. <laughs> so okay. California's got a lot of... Um, places like that that are little farming communities that are just you know an hour or so drive away from the big city so i hear so i hear um you know it's not uh, all urban over there yeah <laughs> rural life too uh you know if it's just those damn wildfires that's the thing that scares me about i know and the one that started my the one that destroyed my parents house it was from a lightning storm so you know I remember feeling angry but I couldn't be angry because it was mother nature it wasn't someone who like threw a cigarette out in the grass or something like that so um yeah we need rain that's what we need <laughs> um you do yeah now how about your parents were they able to relocate successfully so they are still in the process. They're in a rental home mm -hmm. um, now, which is good. They lived in a hotel for a long time. Um, but they, um, yeah, um, it's going to be, it's going to take some time. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a big thing. You know, I think about my own mother who, you know, still lives in the house, you know, that, you know, she raised us all and she's been there 50 years. And I, th I think, you know, how traumatic would it be for her if she were to lose yeah. her home? So I, uh, maybe it's one of the blessings of being a renter my whole life. I moved around so much that I'm not attached to anything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's really one of those things that you don't think about until it happens. All the photos on the wall that, you know, were just there forever that no one, you know, took any digital copies of that it's all gone you know we it's just never thought your, about that it's a chunk of your life and it's the same thing i i've been analyzed is when you lose a pet you love the pet but you're also crying for that 10 20 years of your life because of that yes. animal is a reflection of your life so you're mourning a loss of your own memories yeah. too yeah that's that's a good take on it but, you know, we, we, I'm, I'm so, I feel so privileged. My family came together and my older brother and my younger sister, we all rallied. And I just, I mean, I feel like the experience showed us what is really important. And obviously material things are just that. And, you know, um, my parents are okay. <laughs> That's the main yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, so I it was a learning experience for sure, and it it did it did teach me to appreciate 
um, living in the moment and appreciating the people around me more. <laughs> Absolutely. Let- Thank God they're still there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah, I mean, it was also strange because we, we all hadn't been seeing my parents because of coronavirus. And then we, that was an emergency situation. So that was like the first time our family was together in a long time. <laughs> so it was very weird. It's kind of right. weird what brings things yeah, people put together. Uh, we ha- yeah. all have been separated. You're right. And, um, you yeah. know, thank God, thank God coronavirus didn't get your parents a lot of. Yeah, older. I know. This year has been a much different, different tone. And we, we still do outdoor things just to be safe. But right. um, um, we've we've had lots of fun times this year. And I, I think that last year did inspire me to to do my music again because I I'm kind of back at it after a 10 year hiatus. I've always been writing in my own living room and then my job, I use music and um, I'm a mom. So I've been raising kids, but I just decided, you know what? I, I want to do this. (laughs) So I had a lot of fun and my friend who used to play bass guitar in my band many years ago, he's, still does music and so he helped me mix and master the songs and he played the bass on them you can't you can't make um fake bass from a keyboard you have to have a real live bass player (laughs) that's one thing you can't fake so he helped me with that and I'm happy with the way it came out now I'm excited to do it all over again but with new songs Oh, absolutely just keep writing you know once you your mind gets in that creative process uh, you're going to keep thinking of new ideas. Just keep a pen and paper nearby all the time. Yep. <laughs> Sometimes a napkin, <laughs> whatever you can find. Well, uh, 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 Joe Rogan says that he dictates into his phone that he has an app and he just like whatever, when he has an idea and he's driving, he just makes a, a, a voice memo for himself. That's what I do too. <laughs> That's it's funny good. too about driving. I don't know what it is about driving, but you always think up ideas for me, you know especially what? when I'm in my car and my kids are not in the car and I suddenly <laughs> realize I have some silence and peace and quiet that I never get. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> and I think it's a visual stimulation too. you're driving by, you're seeing signs, things that kind of make you think of certain things. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. so. Yeah. That's a big uh, part of it also. Um, it's you're not the only artist who you know other artists do they they write about person the gentleman who I had on the show uh, the other day he he wrote a song about his, his sister who had died of cancer. Oh wow! It's called Jill's song. Her name was Jill, and just like you, he sat down and and he took his sadness into art and and he wrote a song. Uh, oh, about, that's about, beautiful. So I think it's beautiful if you can take and and regarding um. You know, getting back into music after ten years, I mean, you know, I, I, I would say this is more than just a hobby for you. This is, this is a passion for you. Yeah, I just, I want to do it, and I had so much fun getting back out there and playing, and I picked, I picked places that were different than the places that I used to play because. I was a little bit more rock and had the full band and 
I would say I frequented dive bars more than other places, but that's just what you do when you're in a rock band and you're young. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But of I I found like some farmers markets to play and I mean they're actually really fun places to be. You have all these different um you know, jewelry makers and the farmers bringing their fruits and different crafts. And then they have um, food trucks. And so it's really like a little fair. And I would just sit out there and play. And I liked interacting with people of all ages. Anytime that I saw a small child come by and then stand and look at me or maybe dance, I'd be like, oh, okay, I have another cover song for you. You might recognize this one. It's about a star in the sky. <laughs> and I'll play Twinkle Little Star. And, and you know, I just, I love that. And and um, then I got to play um, in a, an Americana fest. And I met so many great players um, that are all kind of from around the same area as me. And I, you know, I miss that. I think music it brings people together. It's more than just, you know, doing it, but it is like a lifestyle. And I, I, I realized how much I missed it. Yes. And, and also I, I feel you, you've changed, you've evolved because maybe 15 years ago, maybe, you know, you, yeah. you, you didn't have a family. So you were, you know, hanging out in dive bars performing. And now, you know, you, you have a family of your own, and um, the venues you choose are more family oriented because that's where you're at in your life right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> and but that's um, okay. You know, we all change, we all develop, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's true. And I'm, you know, I still might want to go play some of those spots I used to play, but <laughs> um, it's really, it's really good to mix it up. And there's a lot of breweries and wineries that I don't think um, were really established back then. I think there's a movement out here. Um, like my little town has a little um, wine tasting rooms and then Napa is not too far away. And so there's a kind of a new vibe and there's big, you know, um, farm to fork movement. So my favorite place that I played was um, a really big, big venue that had an outdoor stage and it's in the middle of a hops farm where they make their own beer mm. and um just really cool really cool it sounds i don't think cool. i ever would have thought to play somewhere like that when i was young <laughs> uh no but but you were you know a different um phase of your life let me ask you how do you get your gigs do you like you call up the owners yourself and ask them if you could perform um, yeah, I, I send out a lot of emails. Um, sometimes I'm invited by other musicians um, to play with them. And yeah, I'm kind of getting back into it. I've been very lucky. I mean, you have to set up your website and you have to have content. Yeah, you have to do that first. But then really, you know, you kind of put yourself out there and it's it's worth a try. If you don't do it, then for sure you're not gonna play anywhere. So. <laughs> yeah, it's all about uh, ga gaining momentum. Yeah. And but I think I right now too, especially with 
um, things being shut down for quite a while, I mean, the first thing people wanted to do was go out and have a meal and listen to some live music or see a live performance. So a lot of the restaurants and bars, I think they value um, live performers more than ever now. Oh, absolutely. At least, well, uh, I guess for the warm weather in the winter, it's going to be a little different right now, but yeah, you could plan ahead for the spring, you know? Yeah. That's what my plan is to do. I'm, I'm kind of, um, yeah, I'm done with my live performances for the year, but also, you know, you don't want to overdo it. I know, I know some musicians like to go year round, but I, I want to kind of take time to do other things like the virtual concept is new this is very cool to talk to people online and or do little interviews and um and then I can start writing and then start recording and then hopefully by next year when I go out there and play I've got something new to share yeah just keep your name in circulation and keep a a presence on, on social media so people you know know who you are yeah I think lately my um uh what's been really fun and I never experienced this before is um getting reviews of your music um and so I'm learning a lot about that you have to do it right away because a month out of your release then it's old news (laughs) but it's really fun and I like you know, I like to see what other people think and the song choices, you know, that people say, oh, this is my favorite. I like this. Sometimes it's surprising. I try to put a well-rounded um, group of songs on there. They're not all the same. So there's something different in each track. No, it's something for everybody because everybody has a different taste of music. You're right. Yeah, and that's the hard part is deciding what order to put the songs. <laughs> um, it kind of has to flow, you know. It it, it is it is that's something yeah, you know you have to. I'm sure you have your own style of organizing, you know. And uh, I don't know if you're in, if you, uh, would you be interested in playing a lick uh, for for the listeners or or would you have to? It would be a big setup. Oh, <laughs> I'm actually. Um, I don't have my guitar in this room. Let's see if I can go to the other room and not have any screaming kids in your podcast. Oh, don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, everybody's got kids. Most people do. <laughs> All right, I'll go in the other room. have my own little spot so being set up in a closet somewhere someplace away from everyone of course you have to have a little space yeah i know a lot of musicians like to collaborate but i'm i'm kind of like a style of writer i kind of have to be alone (laughs) i understand that solace Let's see. All right. Well, I have my guitar now.
Okay. Can you hear it? Absolutely. Sound great. Wow, that's pretty amazing just from a phone. It is, but it's. All right. So, what am I going to play? <laughs> I wasn't expecting this. Let's see. Well, you know what? I'll play you a song, a little bit of a song called It Seems. Okay. And this isn't on my EP, but it's it's a song I've had for a long time. Maybe it'll go on my next one. <laughs> All right. Let's see what happens. See me there. I love the time. Try to tell you from my mind almost across the path you made for me. Oh, but I'm wrong, it only seems to be. It seems that I, I have to try to turn my head away. For you, I'm here to stay. something like that <laughs> no i liked it I, I definitely liked the rhythm and and i liked your voice and the way that uh, your voice blended in with the acoustics it was beautiful cool thank you no problem yeah, it's it's gonna be fun going through all my older songs and um also creating new ones and getting back to recording yeah that's just good you got to keep pushing yourself uh just keep keep at it every day you know and when you when you could squeeze a little time for yourself in, you know. Yeah. Well. Uh, well, thanks it, for having me on here. I'd I'd like to learn more about the comedy world. Um, it's very it's very similar to music. It, it's similar to music in a way, you know. Um, it's all open mics, and, and it's it's getting past the open mic phase. That's that's the hard part, getting a real audience. So, it, it's similar to music in that respect. Nice. Yeah, I think it is all about the audience engagement and and you have it, to find the right audience too. I uh, um every, everybody has their own like cup of tea so to speak. Absolutely, you know what might what one audience might like uh another audience might not like. Um also I you know I'm familiar with both um, arts and I, I find that musicians tend to collaborate and work together with comedians. It's more of an individual pursuit. Yeah. And um, I'm trying hard to uh, not really put a label on my style. <laughs> um, Sometimes, I mean, my recordings pull a lot of pop, 
but when I play live, people might say I'm folk or a little bit country. But then if I play my piano, they're like, oh, you you must be ja- influenced by jazz. <laughs> but and then then my friend that plays the bass, I just he just released um, an album and it's like lo-fi and hip hop. And I sang on one of the tracks and it's just totally different than what I put out on my own, but I love it. I love the camaraderie and I like being a chameleon. I want to, I don't want to be limited to one style. No, cause we are, we're all ever changing. Um, interesting. I thought you might want to hear this. Um, I, I, I have a friend who um, he's a musician and, and he's deaf. <gasps> oh, wow. Yeah, if you ever check him out, does he play? He plays the keyboard. He's on Instagram. His name is Rob the Piano Guy. If you ever check him out, he's very talented. Oh yeah. You would never know that he's deaf, but he's he's a deaf musician. So he can feel the vibrations, and I mean those keys—they're all patterns. It's all math. If you really break it down and understand it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's I I played around with it, but I don't know how to, you know, the form with the fingers. I just play with the individual fingers. (laughs) (laughs) So you can do heart and soul. Heart, heart and soul. Yeah, that's one of the uh, piano pieces that everybody learns. Um, Well, I don't know. You have to look it up on YouTube. You'll you'll probably have recognized somebody walking by a piano and sitting down and playing it you can play it with one finger on your left hand and then two fingers on your right <laughs> it's really fun. that was probably the first song i figured out on my own <laughs> art and soul okay um i know i have done uh here, here comes the bride <laughs> oh <laughs> um, and, uh, yes yes <laughs> but um Anyway, is there? Uh, would you like? Um, where can people find you on? On you know, you have any events coming up or on social media? Where can people, um, you know, look you up? Sure. So I have an Instagram and also Facebook, and it's both under Katie Fry Music. Um, and I have, I I probably have more stuff on Facebook, but I have some music videos I did a music video for My California and also for another song on my EP called One Foot at a Time. Um, and also I have a website, katiefry.com. Excellent. And then my, my music you can find um, uh, anywhere. My California is on Spotify and um, Apple Music and wherever it is that you listen. <laughs> Very good, very good. I, I um hope to be see, hope to be seeing you perform a lot more um, in the future. You know what, whether you. it will be a, a, a virtual or whether you're on tour. Uh, look forward to seeing um seeing you flourish. Thank you. <laughs> well, thanks uh, for having me on here. This is really fun. Oh, thank you, thank. You. And as soon as I get this published, I will definitely uh, send you a link so you can share this uh, with your friends. Okay. And uh, get get your uh, continue to get your name out there, you know, so you can um, keep doing what you're enjoying, you know. That's Thank all. you. And I'm I'm looking forward to listening to more of your podcasts and see who you talk to. 
Oh, it's thank fun. you. Uh, absolutely. I, I just I love hearing about artists in general and how they how they do what they do. It's just really um, inspiring. Yeah, yeah. You just got to do it one step at a. I mean, we you could sit around and think about what you're doing, you know, but then if, if you don't actually take the steps, it's never going to happen. And, and it's uh, everyone has their own unique um, method. I uh, find yes. that really interesting. That you, right, Rick. I know. I know a comedian who he got started um, in drug rehab. He was in a, a rehab program. He just got up and started talking uh, to wow. everybody, and they thought he was hilarious. And then he he made a career out of comedy. Wow! Actually, so, one of my friends, um, Shana, is a good friend of mine. She started doing um, comedy during COVID shutdown. She runs her own hair salon and it got closed for a little while. And she's always been the funniest out of our group. But she, I loved that she took the, the time to do something courageous and um, out of the ordinary for her. And she's brilliant. She like, she, one of her bits was talking about a junk drawer, like the items in a junk drawer. <laughs> I mean, if you can make that funny, you can make anything funny. <laughs> Absolutely. Interesting, interesting you mentioned, you know, she worked in a hair saloon uh, because mm -hmm. the place in Manhattan called the Beauty Bar. It, apparently, it's it's a hair saloon during the day, and at nighttime, uh, they turn it into a, a comedy club. <gasps> oh, that is really neat. I'm going to have to tell her about that. <laughs> That's yeah, perfect for her. 14th Street, like, uh, you know, lower midtown uh, Manhattan. Neat. Very yeah. cool. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, thank yeah. you. I know you got to get back to your kids and all, but um, thank you. And I hope uh, hope to be in contact in the future. Yeah, likewise. Thank you so much. And hope you have a, an awesome rest of your early evening over there. <laughs> My day is just uh, getting started here. Well, in enjoy, California. Enjoy, enjoy your beautiful California. Uh, thank you. Hey, and. Um, Take care and have a great weekend. All right. Thanks. You too. Bye. Bye.